And now it's time for the Called to Cultivate podcast, the podcast that understands your call to educate, elevate, and enrich the lives of others. Please welcome your podcast host, Regina Coley. Hey guys, it's Regina Coley, aka the motivator, educator, and cultivator. Thanks for joining me for another session today. Today, I really want to get started talking with you about finding your momentum. Sometimes we can get really excited about things that are going on. We can just get flush with so many new creative ideas. I know that this is both a gift and a curse for me because ideas flow to me so easily. I'm like, I can definitely do that. Like, let me write this down. There'll be really, really detailed um, instructions and just processes to where it would seem like creation and implementation would be the next two steps. But then I get overwhelmed sometimes with the magnitude of ideas that I have going on. And it's kind of hard to prioritize which ones do you start with, which ones would make the most money, which ones make the most sense, and that are closely related to the community of people that I'm connected with right now versus me having to go out and secure a whole new target market to market these services and products too. So if you find yourself that you are creative as well and that you're chock full of ideas, it can be kind of hard to find your momentum. But once you initially find it and you get the ball rolling, just like Newton's law says, an object in motion stays in motion, it's easy for you to continue to keep going. But initially finding that momentum, I find that that can be a little bit of a challenge. So I'm going to share with you some tips today that you can implement so that you too can find your momentum. You can get the ball rolling in your business and learn to kind of make sense of some of the ideas in the creative space that you find yourself in as an entrepreneur. So one of the things that I really love to focus in on is who am I currently serving? Because that allows me to prioritize what their needs are and where I should be focusing my attention right now. So right now, my current need, my current um, target population is parents, educators, and entrepreneurs, and not just all parents, educators, and entrepreneurs, the ones who are highly driven because these are the people that really seek out resources on a regular. And what am I? A resource site. So I need to connect with people who are actively looking for printables or resources or services because they got things that they want to get done and see happen and they have goals that they're trying to achieve. So if I go back and I look at the number of ideas that I have on my paper, this is not the only business that I have, but the beautiful thing about all the businesses that I have is that they all kind of serve the same population. I'm also a birth and postpartum doula, so I work with who? Parents. (laughs) I work with parents that are expecting. So I'm already reaching that population as well. I am also running Leading Ladies of Legacy, a girls mentoring program. So I'm also connected with girls and educators, school counselors, people in the community who work with girls as well, because we tend to link up services and kind of act as a referral network for each other. So all in all, a majority of my conversations and connections are with this target population as a whole. But as I'm just focusing in on this particular business and focusing in on what do I want to do, what resources can I add to the site that will be beneficial to people, I'm going to focus in on those parents, educators, and entrepreneurs. 
once I do that, I'm asking myself, what are their top needs right now? If I had to write down two very prevalent needs that these target populations have, what are they? And then I sit and I write those down, and then I write down what are the, what are the solutions that I can offer them to those most prevalent needs. And those tend to be the things that I focus on because I'm a problem solver. I just, it's something about when people are struggling and they're confused and they sit and they wallow in that, it grinds my gears because I'm like, girl, find a solution, find a way. <laughs> That's just my thing. Um, and I realized later on that that is a part of my gifting is that I'm very resource driven. Anytime I've been in an environment where people always say, I don't know, it's like some kind of little trigger for me. And inside of me, I'm like, well, I do know. And I'll find 20 million things to give them so that they don't ever have to say, I don't know again. And I realize that that's not something that is natural, naturally a part of people's um, being and being resource driven when one of my friends said it to me she said you know you always have a solution to you know just what we need and something about that just made me feel so at peace because I said wow then this needs to be my focus is just continuing to add value because when you are a value-driven person you can never be replaced and it doesn't matter what job you serve on it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing in life people know that when you are around you're going to make something happen so if you're trying to find your momentum maybe you can be the solution to someone's problem and if you're like me that in and of itself is enough for you to just get going and so i start to just brain dump all of the solutions that i can provide somebody that's within the scope of what i know how to do I'm never going to offer you tips or advice on something that I, A, have not done myself and B, don't thoroughly understand myself because it's going to show eventually that, okay, this chick doesn't know what she's talking about or he doesn't know what he's talking about or he knows the bare minimum. When I get engaged with people, it's because they have a full in-depth understanding of things. So you can tell any type of conversation that I start, when we start talking about education, if we start talking about youth development, if we start talking about family and family dynamics, my goodness, you won't be able to shut me up because this is something that not only do I live every single day, not only is it my profession, but it's something that I research and read on new strategies every single day. There is not a day that goes by that I do not engage myself in reading and research so that I can find a new way, a better way, a more efficient way of doing things. That is extremely important to me in business as well. And so maybe it's one of the things that you can do to challenge yourself is to set some time inside of your to-do list or your daily planner for professional development. One of the things that I continue to stress to entrepreneurs is that as an entrepreneur in general, if you don't ingrain professional development inside of some of your day-to-day your -day tasks, you're missing a huge chunk of how you can continue to grow, not only as a leader, but as a business owner. Um, when we take jobs and we have careers and we have to go to faculty meetings or staff meetings or corporate meetings, those are all opportunities for you to grow professionally, reconnect with the mission of your organization, form collaborative groups, figure out new partnerships and plans. But as an entrepreneur, especially as a solo entrepreneur, that responsibility falls within your own lap. 
So you have to find a way to continue to fuel yourself and find your own motivation. One of the ways that I do that is I'm involved in the mastermind. And when our mastermind meets, every single time we finish a session, I find like I'm at my peak performance level because I've been so inspired to just jump straight into action or to get started on a new project or to finish the one I didn't finish last week. Um, I just get the encouragement and support I need to continue to push forward and be great. Another thing that really helps me find my momentum is to look at history. Um, there's something about my history as an African-American woman um, that really fuels me and it gets me going and it is the push that I always need to get started with something or to finish something. When I look and read history books of what life was like long ago and all of the opportunities that my ancestors did not have, there's something about that I feel like such a weighted responsibility rests on my shoulders to continue to do well because later on somebody's going to look at me in their history books and say that girl did that like that girl had six kids and she still pushed forward in excellence and providing educational opportunities and resources for our community she loved our family she advocated for children she advocated for homeschool and unique and alternate opportunities for learning and i want that to be something that's not just an interest of mine or a passion of mine, but I wanted to serve as, as an example to someone who may be thinking that this is something that they can't do. It is something that you absolutely can do and you can do it well. And knowing that I'm looking at my business and I'm looking at myself as a mentor and a role model to people that are coming years and years down the line who are later going to pick up my books, who are later going to pick up my re workbooks. Like I find stuff at, you know, the Goodwill and I'm like, who threw this book away? This is amazing. This is a great resource. You know, who, who put this here? Why wouldn't you still have this on your bookshelf? So I think about that all the time, the things that I'm creating later. I don't know where they can end up. I don't know whose hands they can fall into, but just knowing that the way divine right timing works and our destiny works that I know the things that I'm creating now are going to end end up in the hands of somebody who is going to take it and run with it. And so that to me is my momentum. That history looking back, that what we call Sankofa looking forward, um, all of that, it just fuels me. And so I have to be in the space sometimes where I just put those tools and I put those um, resources, either their books or I watch videos, history videos. I have a subscription to Pure Flix. I watch Netflix. Like they say, Netflix and chill. I do a lot of chilling <laughs> on Netflix and not just kicking back and watching movies all the time, but finding my inspiration and finding my mojo so that I can get the momentum to get up and do the work that needs to be done. When I get or hear people who say, you know, how are you going to do that with such a large family? Do you think that now is the right time? I think that now is the right time. We have no time but the present. We can't put off for tomorrow what we have the absolute capability of doing today. And when we put ourselves in a position and make excuses for ourselves to say, I'm too busy. I have too much going on. I don't have enough money to invest in that right now. I'm going to have to find the low cost freebie way to do it. Okay, that's cool if that's where you find yourself. But I do know that in order to go up, 
you're going to have to make an investment. And that investment is either going to be of your time or that investment is going to be of your money. But either way, for in order for you to grow, in order for you to really maximize the time and the resources that you have available to you, making an investment in a, either a group or a coaching program or books to get the knowledge that you need. When they say knowledge is power, it's the absolute critical truth. I have that affirmation written all around my space because what you don't know, you don't know. But what you do know, you can implement and make changes. What you do know, you can utilize and use to your advantage. So knowledge really is power. You got to get educated on some things. You got to get inspired by some things. You have to take action on a lot of things or nothing will happen. I used to tell my kids and I still tell them sometimes when they do stuff and they come tell me, I'm like, girl, it's no cheerleaders coming. It's no band that's going to play for you when you do the things that you are supposed to do. I said, when you do something exceptional, I will give you a hand clap of praise when you go above and beyond. But when you're doing the bare minimum, the basics, what you should be doing, there's no cheerleading squad for that. That's what you're supposed to do. So sometimes we have to look at are we waiting for somebody else to come and affirm things for us? Is that where you maybe lost your momentum? Is that where you lost your will to move forward and push forward because you're waiting on something else or waiting on someone else or waiting on um, the cheerleading squad to come down because they, they ain't coming. <laughs> they aren't coming. So find your fuel. Find and know, identify what it is that's going to help you move forward. I said that those those are the things that work for me. Those may not be the things that work for you, but somehow listening to what I just said may have sparked something for you to go, I know what it is. I always get really excited about working when I speak to this person or when I go here or when I work in this space, I can knock out so much work and I can get things done. Find your momentum and you will find your way. There will be nothing no one can say to you because you know what your secret sauce is. And I think that this is the key, ultimate key to success in addition to so many other habits that we can um, form that will allow us to continue on in that success. But that initial get going, getting over that hump. I have suffered from depression for years and one of the things that I really had to identify was just this key right here, that momentum on the days when I absolutely cannot and I just feel like pulling the blankets back over my head, I got to know what can I get my hands on and what do I need to keep close to me so that I can access it right away. One of the tools to overcome those things or overcome any adversities or challenges is to add to your toolbox. You always hear me say that you got to have tools in your toolbox. Because you need to have tools to fix things and to fix problems. Depression is a problem. Anxiety is a problem. Um, procrastination is a problem. All these things are problems that will hinder you from you experiencing the fullness and the richness that is your life. But when you keep your toolbox filled and you keep it close to you, you'll be able to quickly access the things that you need to to just help you get back on track. Now, I'm not saying just because you got a book next to your bed, you're just automatically going to be able to pick up that book and cure yourself. That's not what I'm saying. That amongst many other, other things what I'll get into on another training one day. 
will be available to you. But do the things proactively that you can instead of reacting to the situation after the fact. Put those things in place now so that when those situations come up, you'll be ready to rock and roll and you'll be able to push forward towards the mark of success. This is Regina Coley, and I'm here to help you cultivate your best business and your best life. For more um, on this podcast series, go to reginacoley.com slash podcast to listen to all the previous episodes that you may have missed so that you can find your momentum, you can find your mojo, and you can find your motivation. They don't call me the motivator for nothing. That is my ultimate goal is to help you stay motivated so that you can push forward towards the mark of excellence. It is in you and your destiny is waiting on you. So get the tools that you need so that you can succeed. I'm available to you as an educational consultant with a number of resources. If you visit reginacoley.com in the upper right-hand corner, you will see the services tab. Click on it and download the Work With Me Guide if you are interested and you are not partnering together for your success. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.